listening to Pep Talk, a Riverdale podcast. I'm Jacob Rubin. I'm Kayla Phillips. And yeah, it's been a couple weeks. We've been off for a minute, but uh, we're back with some uh, hiatus content, I guess. I don't know what to call it. Off season? We're in the off season? Yeah, off season. Yeah. Uh, So, you know, we figured there's still more Archie stuff to discuss. Um, And one thing that Kayla and I are both really into is music. So what we've done for you guys today is we have prepared playlists of 10 songs that remind us of Riverdale or Archie or the like. And uh, yeah, we're just going to go back and forth and, you know, say some of the songs we picked and why. So you want to go first? Sure. All right. So my first song is for Cheryl. Um, And I'm basing this off of Riverdale Cheryl. And it is called Blue Boredom by the band Dive, except this version of the song um, features Sky Ferreira, which um, she used to date the vocalist of the band kind of thing. So this is her song. And uh, yeah, here you go. song reminds me of Cheryl um not only because it's just like a a a woman singing that version but just the whole entire lines all the lyrics are kind of dark and um I think Cheryl just the whole season just got darker and darker obviously towards the the last episode super sad and that song is just a Cheryl song to me yeah, totally. I totally hear that. That like I could see that happening when she was burning the house down. Like Right, exactly. Like the whole song is sung in that same exact way, pretty monotone. Mm-hmm. And it's just super, super Cheryl. And I love that song. I listen to that song all the time. So definitely don't skip Great. that one. Uh and well, who was it again? Who in uh the title? It was called Blue Boredom with uh, Sky Ferreira by the band Dive, D-I-I-V. Sky Ferreira. Okay, cool. I remember when you said that the first time, that was like, it kind of sounds like Guy Fieri, but that can't be right. <laughs> no, Sky Ferreira, she's actually going to be in the new season of Twin Peaks. Oh, neat. Yeah. Oh, you've been watching? Oh, yeah. I watched all first four parts on the first day because they released them. <laughs> right. They're doing them in that crazy, like, dumping them all out thing. Yeah. All right. Who's your uh, so my, my first. Uh, this is this is a, uh, a a a pretty big hit. Let's see if you can guess it. Uh, 
Right, so could you guess that one? Oh man. Sounds like Betty. <laughs> uh yeah, I I I I realized as I was putting together my playlist, a lot of my stuff is kind of it's mostly like Betty and Jughead, I guess. Yeah. Oh man, I should I should have really like thought about Veronica. I didn't I, I just for most of my playlists, see yours are mostly specific characters, right? Yeah. Yeah. For mine, I was all just like broad like just sort of the mood of Archie. Okay, yeah. Uh, and so that song, I Want You to Want Me by, by Cheap Trick, um, I thought it sort of encapsulated the overall just like feeling of teenage, you know, uh, like pining. Like that could really work in any, like if that was straight up on the soundtrack of like Veronica Mars or like Pretty Little Liars or Gossip Girl, it would be like, oh yeah, this makes sense. Yeah, completely. You know? um, but I still, that was the first, I could totally see Archie covering that song in a later season. Especially, um, like, as Jughead and Betty progress, and then he's, like, feeling kind of jealous. Yeah. And he plays that and, like, looks at her through the, at the crowd and, oh, yeah. you want me back again? Uh. With whoever his new band is. Yeah, right. Or even, like, the Pussycats doing it. I think that would be dope. Yeah, no. So, yeah, really- uh, I want you to walk oh. by that's my first one. And I'm thinking, let's do like 30 seconds of each song. Like, uh, uh, that's, uh, we got to get a good feeling for what we're doing here. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Cool. So what you got next? Okay. I have next a song. I'm going to play it first and then explain it this time. All right, cool. Okay, that song. Can you get well? You didn't really get to the lyric of who I chose this for, but do you think you can still guess who that's for? It's called "Summer of Love." Uh, I'm gonna guess Jughead. No, it's actually okay. for Archie. Oh, all right, yeah, word. Oh, "Summer of Love." Yeah, totally. Yeah, and it's for Archie because there's um, like the song. It sounds super whimsical and nice and summery, like you're on the beach. But the lyrics, um, there's a line that's that goes, Nothing can trouble me, it's the summer of love. Bathe our cracked bodies in the governor's blood. And it, oh, geez. Yeah, it just reminded me of Archie this whole season, pretty much. Kind of how he was just like so love-driven in almost everything that he does, whether it was good or bad. Um, but the song is still like whimsical, like the feeling of, of reading an Archie comic. So for that one, I, I kind of went with both like a Riverdale feel and a comic feel. Right. I see that very much. I mean, it, it works with the comics too, but like I see that very much more as a Riverdale thing. Cause like, he's so much more like brooding. Yeah. What was it? Bathe in the governor's blood. Yeah. Yeah. And like, you wouldn't expect that to be a line in that song. Cause it's so nice and pretty. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah. But like each line is just like it's the summer of love and talks about the skies and but then there's also a line about burning your pale bodies in the colorless sun and it's just super archy for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's super pale. Yeah. He's a redhead. Yeah. Yeah. All right, cool. And who's that? Who's that again? That is um, the song called Summer of Love by The Fresh and Onlys. And that's a song that came out last year. So they're a fairly new band. But um, cool. their music is all, it's it's really good. They don't really subscribe to any sort of genre. They just kind of create really awesome songs. Nice. All right, cool. Here is my second one. And I'll topple this one a little bit. This is a band that I have been into since I first heard this album, it came out in 2010. I think I heard it shortly after that. Uh, it's a band called The Like, and the song is called Fair Game. As I was listening to it, I didn't really have like a particular person or thing in mind for that song. But as I was listening to it, I was like, oh, this is kind of a Veronica yeah, song. Yeah, that's what I totally just got. Yeah, like it's it's really about like um, how relationships and f- friendships and all these dynamics are about like we're just kind of playing each other. Um, and uh, like I'll play fair. I'm not going to like do some dirty underhanded shit, but if you do something to me, I'm going to do it right back. Yeah. Totally uh, Veronica. And it's very Veronica. Yeah. Um, yeah. They, they've got a whole album, their, their whole scene, their whole vibe, at least as far as that album is concerned, is really like um, 50s, 60s girl group uh, rock throwback. It's awesome. It's so, and all their videos are really like mod and art deco and amazing. They're so good. I've listened to that album probably like 400 times. It's, um, it's so fun wow. and I hope I'm bummed that they haven't done more. I could see that um, in, in Riverdale, even though their music tends to be like covers of old songs, but yeah, that could easily fit into the show. Oh, like the Pussycats covering it or something? Yeah. Just like, or just like as a background song when like Veronica and like if they explore, um, Veronica and Betty's like cattiness towards each other that is in the comics. Yeah kind of thing. God, I really want them to do that. I just, I mean, I've mentioned this on other episodes. I want, cause like the Be- Archie Betty Veronica love triangle is such a massive thing that like, now that we've got all the characters set up, we've got the best friendship between Betty and Veronica. Now let's start getting the like fighting over Archie shit that we deserve. <laughs> yeah. I think we'll get it. Yeah. Eventually. So yeah, once again, that was a uh, fair game by the like it's on the album release me. Check it out. 
All right, what you got? Okay, my third one. Um, I think everyone will probably guess who this is for, since all of mine do have specific characters that I created this playlist for. Um, mm-hmm. So this one is another um, group of women. They are called Bleached, and this song is called. Wait, say the title again. Who do you think that is? Uh, I'm against yes. Betty. <laughs> cool. Um, pretty much uh, the lyrics are like, I can't tell you what I think of you because you know that I'm really scared. If I tell you that I love you, will you even be there? That's 100% comic Betty um, and her love for Archie. Yeah. Honestly, that could have fit for, for like a couple people. It could have probably fit for like Jughead towards Betty in, in Riverdale. But, um, yeah, I really love that song. It's another super kind of like beachy song, summery song. Uh, and the band is called Bleached, and the song is Think of You. Nice. Yeah, that had like a really great like um, like 50s rock. No, well, not 50s rock, but like kind of like surfer inspired riffs. Yeah. Um, yeah, that that's that's very very much comic. Yeah, and it has like harmonies when they're like ooh, and it's just it's super it's super cute and just that innocent love of I want to tell you but I can't because you probably think I'm a dork. Well, and that's another uh, all female group. Yeah, yeah, called Bleached. Awesome. Uh, all right, so here's my next one. Uh, this one uh, is by a band called Plum Tree. Um, they were an in, they were an indie band, I believe they're Canadian, and this song uh, inspired a feature film. So I'm gonna play it, and uh, it's and it's on the soundtrack to that film, despite the film coming out nearly a decade later. So here we go. So that was Plum Tree. Do you do you recognize that I song? I do you know recognize that song? that song. What movie was it? Uh, the title of that song is Scott Pilgrim. Oh, okay. <laughs> there it is. Yeah, that was where 
that was where that song was where Brian Lee O'Malley came up with the name for the character and like kind of the tone of the character. Like I've liked you for a thousand years. Uh, and then the, the, the bridge is, um, you can't stand to see me that way, no matter what I do, no matter what I say. And that, those are the only lyrics. Um, I think for the whole song. So of course that's a, that's a Betty song. That's such yeah, a Betty song. Yeah, instantly. My God, I've yeah. liked you for so long since we were literally babies. Yeah, but you can't see yeah. me that way. And, and that I think sums up her whole character. Um, and also I like it because it's, you know, Scott Pilgrim, it's comics. It's uh, also kind of, you know, Scott Pilgrim's in a band, Archie's in a band. There's so much Archie influence in Scott Pilgrim, especially uh, the first couple books. Not so much after the, it's more about um, punching and kicking, but uh, still, still a I fair amount. I would love amount. to see a crossover. Um, yeah, I would love, like, um, Brian Lee O'Malley, the creator of Scott Pilgrim, uh, is doing a comic right now called Snot Girl. Have yeah, you heard actually. of this? Yeah, you should check it out. I think it's totally up your alley. I read the first few issues and then I kind of fell off because I, you know. I actually honestly from- think that it is based off of a friend of mine. It, like, it totally could be. Uh, it, it, for those of you who are not familiar with Snot Girl, it's a new comic by Image Comics. The first trade paperback is out. Um, it's about a fashion blogger with allergies, and she's got like that's green literally hair. Her. That's literally my friend. She's she's famous on Tumblr, all that kind of stuff. The haircut is the same. The style is the oh, same. Wow. The hair color, all of it. And that's kind of why I haven't read it, only because I was like, dang, is this is this her? You know, and. Um, I never talked to her about it to see like, Hey, have you read this? Or do you know about this? Have you seen it? Or how does this make you feel or anything like that? But what, what's, her, what's her name? Do you want to put no, her on No, I don't. Or? She's like, like, even though she's famous on there, she kind of doesn't want to be anymore. Um, which is why okay, I was right. like, Ooh, how do you feel about that? But I'm like yeah. positive that it's her. Cause she's a blogger and I would, I wish it was me. I wish I could have a comic after <laughs> me. <laughs> But, um, yeah, I, I will read that now. I didn't know it was by him. Yeah, j- just going off of those first few issues, I'd love to see, like, I'd love to see Brian Lee O'Malley get put on the Betty Veronica book or on the Reggie book or something. Like, let's see what this guy who has such a great knack for dialogue and, like, weird dating, like, um, well, not weird dating, but, like, sort of, like, uh, an interesting new approach to data dynamics, especially because that is... Every one of his major, every one of his books, um, Scott Pilgrim, his graphic novel Seconds, which is amazing, uh, and Snot Girl, all um, deal with their their protagonists have just gone through a big breakup, um, and I think that his sort of approach to relationships could merit some interesting Archie comics, and I'd like to see what they let him do if he wrote or drew, probably to write, but yeah, yeah, that would be really cool. And anyway, the song's really nice and I like yeah, it. Yeah, it's cute. Uh, yeah. All right. Um, what's your next one? Okay, my next one. Um, I'm not sure how fast it comes in, so I might play a little bit longer of it just so you can get the feeling, at least up until the bridge, sure. just because um, the lyrics are why I chose this for this character. And I'll see if you can guess mm-hmm. it uh, after I play it. Cool. Um, this song is called Drone by Chastity Belt. Great. Drone, 
So I won't play up until the bridge because then that might be most of the song. Um, but <laughs> I really love that song. It's super pretty. And there's a line in the bridge that um, if you guys go and listen to that song, it says, he was just another man trying to teach me something. And this song is for, do you know, Jacob? No, I couldn't. I couldn't. It's for Veronica. Uh, Riverdale Veronica. Okay. Uh, Based off the first line was, he was just an illusion, uh, stuck in my own bad air. I thought I had freedom, but I was stuck in. And that just made me really think about, especially towards the end, and really the whole season, just all of her issues that she had with her father, and then even her father's issues, like being placed on Veronica through her mom. And um, the chorus is, I made choices without reason, invite strangers in. It just, I don't know, really made me think of Veronica. Even though, like, she's a badass character, it's just, um, like, her dad just was kind of such a heavy cloud towards the end of the season. And since we're going to get a lot Mm -hmm. more of him the next season, I felt like that was a good song to kind of place on her. But it's a nice nice song, though. (laughs) Yeah, uh, we sort of went in, like, different directions for our Veronica thing. Cause I was more about Veronica with her friends and you're about more about Veronica with yeah. her family. Yeah. Uh, and I think that kind of speaks to how this is a good show. Yeah, like, the, like you can't really say that the characters aren't dynamic because there's yeah. even though like there were only 13 episodes, so much was packed into all of those episodes, even though it all happened kind of fast sometimes. Yeah. You know, part of me suspects that they thought they were going to get like 22 or 23. And so they wrote a a 22 episode season and then were told before they started filming, oh, you only have 13. Or maybe like they'd filmed like one or two and they were like, oh, you were cutting. It's only going to be 13. So they had to like rush it all out. And that's why the show felt so, it felt so fast. I I think I saw Lily Reinhart who plays Betty say in an interview that the last episode was actually rewritten at the last minute and has a completely oh, different wow. ending. Mm, Cheryl burns her mom down. Yeah, I wish fun. that I knew what happened. She didn't reveal it, but so they very well could have thought that they had like a longer, longer season, but CW was like, no, we got to keep the teens interested and get it over with really fast. Yeah. Well, I mean, mid season replacement shows like, when you come in in January, you really only have until summer, you know. Um, but next, but it'll be, but it's back, I think, in the fall. And then we'll get a full, full length season, probably. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and they've, they've got a heavy fan base at this point now, so they know how it'll go. Yeah. It's really it. I, we don't talk at great length. I mean, we do talk about we do shit on the Phantom a lot on this show, but I don't think that we really ever get into how amazing and ground swelling this fandom is. Like this show, when I first heard about the show, I was like, "Oh, cool! So that'll be a fun thing for a season." I did not expect at all that the show Me would take either. off the way it did. Me either, especially like because um, now I follow 
pretty much all the main characters. I don't follow like Kevin or anything on social media, um, but I follow the rest and I just, just to like watch them grow and become like famous people. (laughs) I don't know. It's just interesting to see um, since they started off as not really knowing what they were getting into themselves. Um, I heard them say in an interview uh, with, with Archie either. So they didn't see it coming either. And it's just, the fandom is insane. Yeah, they've managed to like, I mean, the, the, the amount of relationships between them on, with the, with the creators on, with the, the cast and creators on Twitter and like the subreddits and everything, like everyone has really latched on. I, I, I mean, I think I said, I made this joke a lot in the early episodes of our show about how like, it's weird that people are so, are banking on all the success of these characters who are 75 years old and like haven't really changed. Yeah. It's just a, such a hokey idea. Um, but like, yeah, man, they, they figured out a new direction with it. And it yeah. It's, there's this, um, and, not to interrupt you, but there's this Instagram called Riverdale confessions or something like that. Um, where people will like give their opinion or something. And then the uh, owner of the account will say like, do you agree or disagree? And then they're just having like full on discussions in the comments about whatever that person's opinion is. And it's always like deep stuff. And even throughout the season, it helped me kind of rethink a character character or see how something was going. And um, it's just really cool. Yeah. Yeah, there's so many, like, and there's so much potential. Like, you could do stuff from the comics, you could ignore the comics. Like, there's just a bunch of, uh, there's, there's so many great things with all these great, diverse, interesting characters. Um, then again, we could be looking at a Glee situation by the end of season two. We're just like, what the God, fuck I are they not. doing? <laughs> yeah. You never know. Uh, all right, is yeah. it my turn? Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, I think I'll save that. Oh, okay. I'm going to, I'm just going to do this one. Um, this is kind of a, a gimme. Like I had to throw this one in there. Uh, both because it's a great song. Well, you know, I'm just going to. Well, he looks at me with those innocent eyes and says it looks like you're wearing some kind of disguise because your hair sticks up, your shoes are So, was that too on the nose, you think? <laughs> I wonder who that could be. <laughs> uh, for the probably the three of you who don't know what that is, uh, that was um, 
pretend to be nice from the Josie and the Pussycats movie. Uh, and you know what, man? When I was putting this playlist together, I was like, this isn't, I'm not just putting this on there because it's Josie and the Pussycats and because they're on this show. I'm putting it on there because that song is Valerie's yeah, no, story. Yeah, that's good. If it's. Like, she, every scene she's in, she is doing so much for Archie's ego, and then he is so a So much emotional like, labor just, for no reason. Yeah. And, and like, she really likes him, and she really thinks he's talented. And she, didn't they say that she's the songwriter for the Pussycats? Um... I don't remember if it's, like, both her and Josie or if it's just her. I feel like at one point they say it's mainly her. Maybe. Like, Josie's the face, but Valerie's the brains. I feel like that was a thing. Anyway, the fact that she is the songwriter for this very successful local band, and she looks at Archie and is like, he's got something good, that's such an amazing, like boost. And that that I feel like is how they inform us that no, Archie is actually a good musician. Um, who should be taken seriously as a musician. But then, but then, he's an idiot who ruins yeah. this relationship. Um, so, yeah, I think that, I mean, it, 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 the second verse kind of falls apart because that's when uh, the, the, the subject of the song is saying to the, the protagonist uh, some very rude and upsetting things. But, like, that's, you know, it can't be perfect. And also, it's already RT-related, so... Um, yeah, God. When I was at that uh, that viewing party, we th- there was a few jokes made about how, like, how come they don't just estab- like say that maybe they're the same? I guess they could say they're the same band. But, like, more reference, like, why don't they play three small words, you know? I guess I know yeah. why. I know why. <laughs> I wish I didn't. Anyway, I love that movie. If you haven't seen that movie, go Who see that movie. Who hasn't seen that movie? Uh, hella people. Oh my god, hella people. Nearly everyone I talk to in my life has not seen that movie. Sheesh, what kind of childhood did they have? Yeah, it's not on Netflix anymore, I think, but it's probably somewhere. Um, it's great on its own merits. And it's such a great, like, because it came out in 97. That's what this says here. Um and I remember when I finally saw it, I was like, I was a little kid and I was just like, oh, I like the comics and I like the Joes and the Pussycats theme song. And I, so I watched it so I could hear that theme song. And then as I'm watching it, I'm just like, this is great. Like this sums up so much of my opinions on music culture and what, you know, it made me into the great snarky teenager that no one would like. Wow. Thank you, Josie and the Pussycats. <laughs> yeah. Great movie. I agree. Well, my next song is actually for Josie. So it seems like we were kind of on the same wavelength. Yeah. Oh, your next one's Josie? Okay, cool. Um, this goes for both Riverdale and comic book Josie. Um, but in my head, it's more Riverdale Josie just because, uh, I don't know. I don't know. We'll, 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 you'll see. You'll see. It is called cool. Whatever That Girl Wants by the Tijuana Panthers. Right?
Yeah. I, I think that that's a perfect song for Josie. Whatever that girl wants, mm-hmm. that's what she gets. That's the line. Yep. <laughs> um, and then it has like lines about like teenage problems. And it even has a line about her dad not knowing what he's done. And just like, it's just too perfect. When I, when I was trying to come up with one for her, I was like, duh. Um, yeah. And it has that, even has that like, kind of like 60s vibe to it and I can just see her with her tambourine mm-hmm. and everything like it's just perfect I can totally see that in the uh, like um, one of the chase scenes like in the old cartoon yeah. the Scooby-Doo type cartoon yeah they're like running around like uh, uh, the, the great thing that they do in so much Scooby-Doo where they're running down with the hallway with lots of doors yeah. and they keep popping out of the doors yeah exactly yeah. And there's a line in there that I caught that's like uh, something about what the future holds. I think that's so Josie because every move she makes is about advancing her career. Everything she does. But whatever that girl wants, that's what she'll get. Yeah, she's yeah, so career focused. So just like, I don't want to fuck with this white dude. Uh, He's just going to pass down. Um, the, The less stage time I'm getting, the less eyes are going to, you know, the, the, the further, the, 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 that just means that I'm not going to get to my goal as soon as I should yeah. be able to. And so. I felt like it applied to me and we all know that I think I'm Josie. So it was just perfect song. If the writers of Riverdale are listening and you need me on your music team, I am completely prepared. <laughs> if one song from this episode makes it into season two, uh, <laughs> I'm going to LA and I'm going to bang on Roberto Aguirre Sacasa's door and been like, I've read your Fantastic Four comics. So yeah, we can go together. <laughs> Imagine a girl with an afro yeah. and a really, really tall, tall kind of redhead guy. Hey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're already Archie and Josie, okay? Like, turn the cameras around. Shows it's about us now. It's a reality show. <laughs> You're drunk. <laughs> Archie, you can be Jughead too. Split personalities or something. It'll it'll work. Yeah, I can just I can just get drunk at the birthday party and eat all the hamburgers. I'm trying to get my music back on point. Ah, that would work. Right. We might just we might just record that for ourselves so we can keep this going for the off seasons. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like you just trying to focus on your music and writing, and then the camera's like, "Let's see what Jacob's doing." It's me waiting outside of clubs, been like, "You guys let like eight people in." I've been here for hours. I have to come out. He's with me. Ugh, snap. <laughs> <laughs> that would be hilarious. Anyway, that was whatever so that fun. girl wants by the Tijuana Panthers. Tijuana. Yeah, Panthers. and I think what a name. I think that song came out um, last year. Yeah. Oh, cool. Well, you give us a lot of contemporary. Yeah. You see, um, I pay for Spotify, so they do these things called uh, daily mixes, and I make like six different mixes versus uh, based off of the other songs that I listen to. So they'll add in like stuff I like, and then Mm -hmm. just new stuff based off of um, like they're all genre genre based and different. And I found them that way. I had no idea who they were. Um, and I think their music is mostly on like their band camp. So definitely a new band. 
I enjoy them a lot. Uh, Support new local artists, guys. All right. uh, Here's my next one. Um, uh, This is kind of a basic duh, but, you know, here we go. So yeah, that was uh, "You Keep Me Hanging On" by Diana Ross and Supreme. Amazing Supremes. song. Um, great song. May- maybe my favorite Diana Ross song. Uh, uh, I'd have to do some deep deep digging on that one. I went through a big Diana Ross phase in like two thousand nine. Oh, wow. um, yeah, I was ju- I was listening to a lot like Diana Ross solo Supremes. Um, some of the disco stuff, and then I was like, "Ah, this I'm good off this." And then I went back to the you know the um, the Supreme stuff. But yeah, it's I think that um, that one in particular. I mean, there are so many of their songs that you could apply to this show, but I think that one in particular. Yeah. It's another Betty song. She, it's easy. But there's lots of songs that are about Betty. Um, but uh, yeah, I sort of got reintroduced to the Supremes. And I, you know, considering that I just shit on them earlier this episode and earlier on this podcast show overall, but I, uh, there was a, one of the great moments on Glee in the first season, um, was when, uh, the cheerleader Quinn, when, uh, um, when she covered that, um, I thought it was a really good, unique cover. Then it turned out they stole from someone, but you know, that, that was the whole show. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I thought that, um, yeah, that song is just so, I don't know, that's such a great riff. Like, I don't know. I can't really think of how else to put it. Just that, that song's dope. No, and if you don't think song. it's dope, then you're The wrong. lyrics, definitely Betty. You just keep me hanging on. Mm-hmm. And I mean, all of that, yeah. honestly. Yeah, and, and that song pretty it. much um, kind of like ties into how she even fell in love with Jughead to begin with because she was like you know like he was there for me and he needed me I needed him and that's how that's why we're in love so perfect song yeah I like it Uh, once again you keep me hanging on by Diana Ross and the Supremes one of the most successful bands of all time (laughs) so if you if you don't like that song well it doesn't matter um yeah, yeah, like you don't, uh, you know, listen to Diana Ross, but don't be like, I'm just supporting a new artist. God, I I was on the bus in Oakland like a year ago, um, and uh, she was doing a show at the Paramount, which is a big old movie theater, and like 
you know, whenever somebody of her status comes to town, she they play the Paramount. And I just remember going by on the bus right after the show let out, and it was just like 60-something white people, like, wearing fur coats and, like, cleaning their glasses and ordering taxi cabs. And I'm like, this isn't yeah. – all right. At least it's in yeah. the city of Oakland, you know? Get that money, Diana. Just get that money. Yeah. Oh, no, she's I getting so it. much money? <laughs> like the poster was her wearing like a a gold oh, curtain as a dress, it. like queen. Yeah. With her huge hair, she still has a huge seventies hair. I plan on being exactly like that. Still playing like extreme music though, <laughs> but also draped in gold. <laughs> right. Um. Like I couldn't. I don't think you could see any of her except her head. Like it was just a dress that like covered the whole head. Gosh, I only strive to be partially that great. She's great. Okay, so my next song. All right, what you got? Um, I had to kind of skip in a little bit because this song is super long, and I know that the opening is long. So hopefully, it doesn't start off at a weird time. Um, but this song is a classic. Um, I'm sure to all of us, I'm sure we all know who this is the second we hear uh, his voice. But this one, uh, I'm going to let you hear it and then I'll talk a little bit about it. Cool. That is Disintegration by The Cure. Same. And that song, I still, I I still skipped in like 40 seconds and the opening was still long. I tried, but um, that song was so nice anyway. But yeah, that song, um, I'm not sure if you'll be able to pinpoint who that is. I couldn't really make out the lyrics on my Yeah, head. this one I kind of based more on feeling a little bit um, and just how how the character was portrayed. So for me, it's Jughead. It's Riverdale Jughead because okay. he was, you know, especially towards the end, but overall just super melancholy. And um, even though the Jughead that we know doesn't really care for love and dating, the Riverdale Jughead completely does for whatever reason for however long and that song just reminded me of him like more so the devastating scenes of him in the phone booth like calling his mom and being turned down losing his home and 
when he uh that one scene when he went to his dad's trailer and like he wasn't there after he found out he's been arrested and crying and it's just uh just all those rainy scenes reminded me of of this song and that's kind of how i connected those two based more on feeling um comic book jughead would have a more like a more upbeat song for sure (laughs) i'll probably find a song that literally says like i like food i like food or something yeah Yeah. (laughs) god um my roommate found this record uh at the record store near our house um, it's just a, it's a single and it's called <laughs> pizza sure is good. And like, here, I'm going to see if I can find it on YouTube because this song is so. It's so fun and like funny and no, I, yeah, I can't find it. Oh, wait, no, I'm finding like veggie tales. Um, but yeah, it's it's uh, and it's just like this awesome, super catchy, like really fast '60s riff, and then uh, these guys go, "Pizza sure is good." Pizza wow. sure is good. That's the only lyrics, except at one point somebody screams. But like, yeah, that that, is that's the a Jughead, Jughead song, song for a comic. Probably made for yeah. a Jughead. <laughs> yeah, guy was probably reading an Archie comic and was like. Oh yeah, this is totally what Jughead like burgers, would say. Burgers, 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 burgers. <laughs> burgers, burgers, burgers. Hail Satan! Burgers, burgers. Yeah. So my Jughead was a sad Jughead, even though that's not the Jughead that I know, but that's the Jughead that's currently in my in my brain. Um. Sure. And I guess I I mean they kind of made like an emo Jughead. I mean that scene where him be like, "You ever see me without this hat? I'm weird. I'm weird." So, of course he listens to The Cure. Oh, of course he listens. He, he listens to The Cure. He listens to uh, Joy Division. He listens to New Order. Like, this Jughead is so, like, exactly. proto-emo new wave. Exactly. That's where I went. Yeah, level tear us apart again. That That's would probably be... going to be in the next season. Just a, a, a new version of it. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. That's a great song. Or a uh, fucking, no, Bizarre Love Triangle. That should be in the Contact next season. Folk. Yeah, really. Come on. Come on, y'all. You know I, I, You know what? I'm going to make a sudden drop to my playlist. <laughs> One sec. What am, I, what am I cutting here? Yeah, you know what? Vampire Weekend. I heard you're, it you're just, delete. You're off I, the list. I heard the delete sound. Yeah. It's gone. You heard me slam it. Where'd it go? Here we go. All right. This is my next song. Hopefully, let's see if you can guess what it is.
Let's just ha- let's make this a new wave podcast. This is a new wave podcast now. This is just about dope ass new wave tracks. Oh shit! Oh. Sorry, I left you on mute. <laughs> I was like, hello. <laughs> no, I was thinking my my next song fits our our train. Um, oh great! It's not new wave, but it fits. It fits our train. It fits our train. Okay. Um, okay. My next song Go is like super on the head with who it's for, but I don't care because we all knew it was coming. Um, and I love this song a lot and listen to this regularly, regularly on my own time. So here we go. Yes. So can I can I guess who that's about? Completely. Mr. Weatherby. <laughs> no. <laughs> How did you know? <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm very perceptive. Obviously, that was about my 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 lovely, lovely favorite character, Sabrina. Magical Man by Kaja Gugu. Right. Uh I'm a huge Kaja Gugu fan to this day. Uh, but yeah, I love that song. Song's called Magician Man, Magician Woman, Sabrina. I love dancing to that song. Hmm. If it's it's a fresh tune. Uh, all right, so we each got four more. Uh, I'm gonna try to just power through these. So this one. Um, it's a, another little nail on the head thing, but I really like the song. This is a cover um, of a uh, Diane and the Belmonts song called Teenager in Love. So this version that I'm about to play is not on Spotify that I could find. Um, but this cover is a, was a B-side. Let me see, see if you can okay. place the artist. All right. Can't. All right, could you place him? Um, 
Would it help if I said that that was unfortunately one of my all-time favorite bands? Oh wow! So is it um, Red Hot Chili Peppers? <laughs> it is the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yes. Yeah. Uh, every time I bring that up, that the Chili Peppers are like what probably my favorite band. People are just like oh. every now and then I get people going like, "Oh, what?" I think I, I probably did that when you told me a long time ago. But, <laughs> I was like, <laughs> "Yeah." Just I mean. The way I know who my favorite band is is the way that everyone knows who their band is going by their last FM statistics. And if you go by my last FM statistics, they're my favorite band because I've listened to them more than any other single artist. Um, yeah, wait, where where am I? That's how I know that my fa- where. Um, I'm mad that I remembered that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, number one's the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Number two's the Beatles. Number three's They Might Be Giants. Number four is Green Day. Number five is Weezer. I do know that That's like Weezer. correct. I didn't know that you like Green Day like that, though. I love them. Oh, well, okay. they're, like, nostalgic. Like, honestly, I'm surprised that Green Day didn't work their way into this playlist. I mean, they're from... Mm. The, they're from Berkeley, like me. Uh, and I don't know. I, I Aside from basically everything they've done after American Idiot has sucked out loud, but... Everything they did before that was Mind really solid. Years, I could hear him um, listening to uh, uh, Time of Your Life very faintly <laughs> the other day. It was, it was pretty funny. Yeah, I went to this event last year, um, a Green Day event. And I realize I'm getting off the fucking Red Hot Chili Peppers kick. But uh, um, it was a tribute to Dookie where they had uh, 11 artists and each 11 bands and each band would cover one song from Dookie and they went in order. Um, and it was aside from, it was a terribly run event because you sort of forget how long it takes for a band to set up. And then it's like, Oh, and and then a green day song is like two and a half minutes long. So then you have to just wait mm. forever. Uh, and then, and God, it was just such a terribly organized event, but, but, the, and even when even the covers that were kind of crappy, you were just caught up and being like, "Oh yeah, but this song is so just yeah. well organized," you know. So anyway, and then I I, I bet that like friggin' uh, Kanye West is probably number six. Yep. And then Misfits and Beastie Boys, yeah. So you know, I'm a white say, dude did you guys who likes white shit. From Jacob. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now that I now that I know that that's him though I guess I can I can hear it I can hear his voice. Yeah, his not very good voice. Yeah. So anyway, I uh, that was um, a B side um, on the By the Way single, and I was like I like and I like I really appreciate whenever the Chili Peppers do a cover just because their sound is so distinct that forcing them into a box where they're doing something else, um, it kind it kind of has to be. It really shows that their unique sound, love it or hate it, is just so... Like, you know, someone plays a Chili Peppers song and that you've never heard, within seconds you're like, oh, it's the Chili Peppers. And that doesn't necessarily mean that it's all samesy or sound alike. It just means that they've managed to capture this particular um, sound. I mean, there's. I feel like there's not that many bands that can do that. Not modern day. Modern no. day, you know? Yeah, like going back, you know, you can probably pinpoint like, oh, this is a Led Zeppelin song. This is a fucking Rage Against the Machine. For uh, sure. Rage Against the Machine. Oh yeah, Rage Against the Machine. But like, um, I don't know. Most of it has to do with just the the um, distinct 
riffs of John Frusciante and the very noodly over the top bass playing of Flea. And then you bring in like, oh, Anthony Kiedis can't sing. And it's, yeah, <laughs> he's, he's fine. He can sing. He's fine. I'm just, I'm just being a dick. I'm just being a dick. Um, but I really like that cover because aside from Kiedis' vocals, it just sounds like yeah, a straight yeah, up like 50s doo-wop number. Um, and, and the reason I included it in this playlist is because, you know what, despite the incredible success that the show has had, and despite most of the Archie comics I read, when I think of Archie comics, oh, I think me, of a product of the 40s and 50s. Yeah, like um, the the uh, the Punisher meets Archie story, the Punisher meets Archie comic. Um, the they dress Archie up in his classic getup, the sweater vest and the tie and the orange pants because and they with the they they say that he's going to a fifties nostalgia dance, but they're like, no, this is Archie's iconic look. He drives around in the big no top jalopy. Um, he uh, they hang out at a, at a goddamn diner. Like that's the the spot drinking milkshakes, um, and I think teenager in love is about Archie. That's um, he's just every day he gets. I feel like he's the type of guy who like if you lived with him, then every day and he was like every day he'd come home and be like fell in love with another girl today. That kind of happened in the comics a little. Uh, she, she, yeah, he was da- he was dating like whenever. If, if a story, uh, they would frequently try to introduce a new, so many girls appeared in one story, just like Archie was just like, what do I have to do to get you to go on a date with me? And then he'd do it or he'd try and fail. And then she'd go out with Reggie or whatever. And then she was never seen or heard from again, but it was just about like the act of dating, like how he would put himself on the line, um, out of love or whatever. And then I, and if Betty or Veronica would get involved in that, something else, but some, they'd ignore them for the purposes of these stories. I just love, um, that aspect of Archie. Like I like that. I, I like that he's dated a few people this season. Um, that he's not just like, yeah. you know, a boyfriend. Uh, I think that he kind of always has to be dating people and screwing up and getting back together and dating somebody else. Like, that's why, that's um, and why, that's why he's a teenager in love all the time. Okay, my yeah. next song is for two characters, actually. Yes. Um, this is for Kevin Keller and Joaquin, uh, and it's called right. "20th Century Boy" by Ty Siegel. So, yeah, that song, um, Great one. further on, it has a line of like, I want to be your boy, want to be your boyfriend. And, and yeah. since, since Joaquin is a serpent, I feel like he should have something a little bit more distortioned and 
it just it makes me think of them and yeah. i like the relationship and i'm pretty sure hopefully joaquin is in next season too even though he like went away yeah i bet he comes back i mean now that jughead's leader of the serpents i bet that they figure out some way to dust him off yeah hopefully he's he's really attractive so i hope so <laughs> <laughs> I just, I mean, he's he's such a good character, and he, especially because, I know I said this before, he's the most prominent character yeah, who's never, not in like, the comics. Going right? through a list of characters, I do not see Joaquin anywhere. Yeah, maybe he like, I, I bet they bring him in, a la Harley Quinn. Like, oh, this character is someone that everyone really likes from the TV show. Let's put them on. But um. Or, and they'll probably have the Southside Serpent. Well, but now there's the se- the separate Riverdale comic, so who knows how the yeah. main Archie universe will be affected. But anyway, I think he's. A, I think that's a great call. I, it, interesting that you went with the Ty I Siegel. I love Ty cover. Siegel. I just got to see him. I think like last week or something. I don't even know. Maybe two weeks ago. Um, yeah, but I I listened oh, cool. to him and all his like hundred different projects that he has. Uh often and use I use his music a lot within like my store and just all sort of things I don't know everything that he does is like a, not to mm-hmm. be like fake deep but I, I think that he's just a great musician in all of his endeavors I bought a I like got a guitar pedal for Christmas just because I wanted to like mimic one of his sounds from his band fuzz so cool but you, you chose, so just, it's solely because of your, uh, preference of Ty Siegel. Like, that's not why you didn't go with the, uh, um, yeah, no, it's just a T-Rex preference. version. I probably, I probably could have like fit Ty Siegel on this whole playlist, okay, cool. honestly. <laughs> yeah, that, so. have you seen a uh, Velvet Goldmine? Uh, great movie. Um, it's it's basically this guy, I forget the name of the director, but he wanted to make a, a David Bowie biopic and he wrote it, did did the whole thing, sent it to Bowie and Bowie was like, nah, I don't, I don't want to be a part of this. Oh. And refused to license any of his music. So then the guy was like, all right, it's original characters now. Um, now your name is Brian Slade. And, uh, and then he got, um, and so it's about like this, it's, it's, a, it's from the perspective of a journalist covering this Brian Slade person, but then he meets up with this and Brian Slade's played by, uh, Jonathan Reese Myers. Um, and then he meets up with this guy who's kind of like across between Iggy Pop and Lou Reed. I forget that character's name, but played by, uh, um, Ewan McGregor. And like, it's very, Oh, (laughs) homoerotic. You had such Uh, a pause. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, no, I was, I, I was, I was about to say it's because it's very gay. But when I say gay, I don't mean right. like, I mean like, there's lots of gay themes in it, um, which of course it would be if it was a David Bowie movie. But like, I feel like it was more than anyone was expecting, even though it's a David Bowie movie, sort of. But then he he wrote a bunch of new music for it and a, a bunch of original music and like covers of music from like those eras, and it really covers the whole career of this fictional person in a very real musical era. And there's a great cover of 20th Century Boy by that song mm-hmm. by that band Placebo. Um, it's on the soundtrack. The soundtrack is top fucking notch. Like if you get the soundtrack, 
then it'll make you want to watch the movie. And the movie is just amazing. You should see it. Oh, yeah, nice. Christian Bale, he's in it. Oh, okay. Yeah. He plays the journalist. Have you ever heard of it? I don't know why. And and yeah, it's a weird considering how great the cast is and how good a movie it is. It's sort of like I feel like it's kind of like uh, its own era's Rocky Horror, and that like a lot of people had no idea what this yeah. was, but everyone who did know what it was fucking loved it. Um, yeah, highly recommend Velvet Goldmine. Um, I had I got to I got lucky, and they were showing it as a midnight movie. And I got to see it in theaters. That's the, that was the first time I saw it. And I was just like, yeah, dude, this is what's up. All right, all right. So your turn. Um, yeah. Okay. So now my next song, where were we? Oh, okay. So, um, uh, this one is kind of more of just a general mood pick. Uh, and this is a band called local hero. Uh, off their album Timid and Timbuktu came out in 2012. I I I am I should disclose that I'm friends with all the members of this band. Like I sort of grew up with them in a way. We went we all went to the same uh three out of the four went to the summer camp that I um went to as a kid and then they formed this band and I thought they were awesome. This is such a fun interesting like classic and simple like it, 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 there's so many great influences, but it manages to super duper be its own thing. Um, and then uh, they all went to college and the band essentially, two of them are still kind of working together. They're still, they're still projects and shit, but like the band's essentially broken up and, it, and they've been doing other stuff, but like ah, this album was just so good. So this, this song is called five stars. Um, yeah. Check it out. change my mind it's not just a mood thing <laughs> that song's about cheryl why is it about cheryl because one five stars for you and all your little games that's, that's a that's totally a, that's something she would say um secondly uh she like the song is kind of about um it's sort of about like knowing that you're better than someone but okay. also kind of being obsessed <laughs> with them um, like, 
uh, mouth and tongue withdrew. Um, uh, so I, but, uh, but I'm already yours anyway. And then the end is this amazing refrain where they say, I won't be bothered over and over and over and over and over. Um, it's just really cool. Just like Christian, it's, it's seriously a full minute and 30 seconds where you just keep saying, I won't be bothered. I won't be bothered. I won't be bothered. And that is such a Cheryl thing to do. Just being like, no, this doesn't bother me. And then she is, but she says it so many times that you're like, Oh, you're crazy. You're just, it's a mantra that is okay. driving you more insane. Um, and yeah, so I think that that song is about Cheryl Blossom. Yeah. So She's my was, favorite I character, sad she as I've said. Any love. My first one was Cheryl. Uh, yeah. As we've been recording this, I, it is a, I've decided, I mean, I, I've known for weeks that Cheryl's my favorite character, but I've decided that <laughs> Cheryl's my favorite, Betty's the best. I even like the That's actresses a lot. Like, yeah, I'm so glad she didn't die. I really thought she was going to get killed in this in the finale. Yeah, glad which it was dad and my next faster. song is for him. God, we're on the oh, same great. wavelength okay, cool. today. Okay, so forewarning, my next song is um, a grindcore song. So if you don't like extreme music, either turn it down or don't listen to this song on the playlist. <laughs> yeah, down cool, bro. Anyways, um, I, can I just say before you play it that it's so funny that Clifford Blossom got the grindcore song? Reason why it's going to make perfect sense. There's a literal motorcycle gang member on this show, and Clifford Blossom gets the grindcore song. I know, um, but I feel like it fits so perfectly and his horrible self deserves it. And I'll, I'll even, um, since obviously you can't understand the okay. lyrics, I'll, I'll say the lyrics, um, afterwards. So everyone knows why I picked it. Oh, <laughs> what oh, if I was God. like, yeah, did you hear the lyric? <laughs> <laughs> you know, you can't, you can't pick that up. <laughs> yeah, no, it was, yeah, it's totally about having a room full of wigs. Uh, okay. Uh, this song is by one of my favorite bands. Um, and they just kind of like reunited, uh, this past weekend to play Maryland Death Fest. Uh, so this song is called Manipulator by In- <laughs> by Insect Warfare. <laughs> Believe it or not, he's actually saying something there. Um, and let me open up my tab. I have way too many. I have like multiple things open. Okay. So that song's called Manipulator. The first. 
totally <laughs> see how it's about lines, Or Absolutely. the first little stanza of the song. Uh, the lyrics are, The ignorant believed your lies. You used them up to win your prize. They got shafted. You got rich. Falling for the bait and switch. Come on now. That's exactly what happened in Riverdale. I think the creators are like, yeah, we're in the grindcore. We have the song. What if we turn this song into Clifford Blossom? (laughs) Because it even goes on of like, (laughs) um, like climbing ladders and just like all sort of just lies and scum and just all sort of stuff like that. And even even about being in the public. Um, So it's like super Clifford Blossom um, at the end of what we saw of him. And uh, it's just wild. It's wild that that's how he ended up. I'm still, I'm still shocked every time I think about it. Yeah, that's spooky. When did that song come out? Is no, it possible no, 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 that it was influenced by Riverdale? <laughs> okay. No, that all record right. came out in Add 2009. Okay. <laughs> so maybe they'd already written the show, but like they didn't know what was going to happen. Like, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So all right. I'll give. I'll. I'll, I'll give you. Cora, Cheryl, and Jason for their manipulating dad. Even his wife. I'm sure yeah. she's probably fairly innocent in terms of of knowing exactly what he was doing. Yeah, no, I wouldn't call her or innocent. That. I'd call I her like I, complacent. That, that scene where she like drags Cheryl to the to the barn and she's like, "Make posts are up." So it's like, I wonder if she if she really knew what was in what was in there. Yeah. Hard to say. All right. I'm well, gonna say yes. Fits, she definitely. The song did. fits for her too, then. Okay, cool. Yeah, super manipulative. All right, here's my next one. Um, If you don't know, I'm going to play the (laughs) first. We're going to beat Shazam this one, okay? All right, when you know it. Because you're probably going to know it. And then you're probably going to know immediately why I picked it, okay? Okay. All right. So I'm not going to mute you. I'm just going to press play. All right. No, I don't actually. You know what it is? took me so long. I guess I just never hear that song from the beginning. Oh, for sure. (laughs) Honestly, I don't know. Would you like to tell our listeners? But what's the the song title? 
I don't know the song title either. I just know the actual song. Who's the artist? Is it ACXD or ACDC? God. No. Remember press play? This band is for sure worse than ACDC. No, I actually, I think it's, I feel like in my head, I think it's a whole different song. So I have no idea what this is. Van Halen. It was Hot for Teacher by Van Halen. Oh, that's not who I was thinking it was either. Yeah. I'm going to have to like type in the lyrics of who the heck I thought it was. Teacher, stop that screaming. Teacher, don't you see? Don't want to be no uptown fool. It's just, it's Archie and Grundy. It's Archie and Grundy's relationship. I was like, ugh. Yeah, I just I was scrolling through I and I was like, I oh, yeah, Hopper teacher. That's funny. What's going on? <laughs> I'm going to have to. Yeah, I'm going to have to practice. So I can go on Beat Shazam and actually win, because if that happens to me on the show, I'm going to be cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because that's one of their bigger hits. If, if Van Halen comes up, if Van Halen came up, I feel like I would be OK. For like the top, they're top like 10 songs or so. Honestly, but okay. I think it's a mixture because I'm hearing it over your speakers into my headphones. I'm going to blame it on that. <laughs> but I, oh, yeah, I for some reason, yeah, genuinely okay. thought it was Ballroom Blitz. Oh, sure. You know, okay. there was a minute where that was going. That was an honorable mention. But then I was like, I can't. Exp- but I thought, why? How would I explain putting this on the playlist? Maybe I've just been thinking about that song. The psychic energy that we've been having <laughs> this whole time—that's what happened. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this has been a weird day for that. No, but that that song is obviously, obviously uh, fitting. Archie. Right. Um. Yeah, so, you know, I mean, it's it, that that's probably my only pull that's just about Riverdale, not the comics. Well, I guess Five Stars is about Cheryl's depiction in the uh, in the show, not so much on the comics. But that one is solely <laughs> yeah. just like, yep, yeah, got it bad, got it bad, got it bad. Yeah. I'm a hot for teacher. God, I that's hope she That's what a lot of people back. are saying, oh, like they don't she want never her comes back, back, so... Yeah, unless they come up with something. No, I was really reading good, even that, um, like that on happening. that Confessions Instagram that people feel like her whole entire character in this show mm-hmm. was pointless, which obviously it was just kind of like to make us think that she's the killer. But other than that, and I guess to introduce that Archie likes music in this, I don't know. But other than that, I, I really think that she kind of was pointless. The way that they made her. Yeah, I, I think it was. It, I think it was. Yeah. It was a red herring for the killer, um, uh, red hair. And, uh, and like, I think it was also to like, it was to establish some crazy shit to get people to watch the first episode. Um, same with the Betty Veronica kiss, same with, 
Um, that, that that's it. That's all I can think of. It was just some crate like. What can we do that would make the sh- it make it clear that this isn't your dad's Archie? Yeah. Okay, there's a murder. Okay, Archie's banging his teacher. Okay, Betty and Veronica totally les out. Like I can just see the studio head meeting, like the the network head being like, nobody's gonna watch the show about dumb teenagers yeah. in the fifties. You gotta you gotta yeah, sex so it she up. Probably isn't coming back. Sucks for the actress. Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah, she's fine. She was on Party Down. <laughs> oh. She was in one episode That's of Party Down. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's a great show. That's my favorite sitcom of all time. All right. Yeah. Just they, they ten up twenty episodes, my, they do what they need to do. Yes, my last anyway, one. Yes, you're <clears> also a kind of heavier song, but not in the same realm as the last one of mine. Um more of kind of like a stoner metal sound. Uh which we've talked about this character cool. uh, often on our show, but she's not in Riverdale. She was mentioned once for all you uh, real true fans, T-R-O-O fans. Um, this one is called Praise the Witch by, <laughs> by the band Graves at <laughs> I'm sure you, you can guess who that is, right? <laughs> you know, yeah, gotta be. Um, <laughs> I honestly thought about doing Mr. the song Flute for Snoop. him. I really did. Honestly, that would have been a good. Uh, one she bought me with science. <laughs> yeah, you did. Was that? Oh, it was for cricket. Psych. Uh, that was for Madam Satan. Psych. <laughs> because uh she's a yeah oh yeah and i felt comic. like since she's such an oh, okay yeah yeah oh, so it was for fans, fans of, this, of, of this podcast not we, for fans of we mentioned her a couple God. times when we read the book and God. then even just over time and she was mentioned by kevin at the beginning of the series mm-hmm. um and that song is just so her yeah. like if if you if any of y'all ended up actually reading the comic when we did our episode on it and um, just like the look of her coming out of, out of the lake and she's just like bloody. And that song is just so her to me. She's not a nice witch. Yeah. You know, you know, it's interesting because witch, witchdom, you know, Wiccan and witch stuff has been around for hundreds and hundreds of years, thousands, no longer thousands of years. But they didn't yeah. really get a good soundtrack until like the eighties. Like that death metal and its irk are just so good for this particular subculture <laughs> that it's amazing that it wasn't discovered. Yeah, soon. that song is like just I don't know. It's just so her. Like I, the second it starts, the the distortion, the droniness, 
the stoner metal sound. It's completely her. And it's a good song. It's a super good song. And by the band Graves at Sea, she was kind of like trapped in a lake at the beginning, so. Yeah. Uh, I picked up um, maybe next episode, I, I was at a comic oh. store and I bought Sabrina issue six. What did you have as a part of that oh, thing okay. you downloaded? The, the say it's the Salem issue. Yeah. Finally. And they confirmed that it's coming. The comic is coming back soon and they're going to pick up. Cause I saw a thing. They solicited issue eight or eight or nine. And I was like, Oh, I didn't think seven would come out. And then I realized that this issue won't be coming out for a few months. So I think that like, it's going to go back to being monthly until at least they, they get out the, uh, the next book. So God, we have that to finally. look forward to. Too. Yeah. Cause I've been that cliffhanger that they um, left us on. Yeah. I think about it every now and then just kind of like, they really, they really just mm-hmm. did that. That's it. Huh? <laughs> it's such a good yeah. So that's, oh that's my, my Madam Satan moment. And I couldn't give that song to Sabrina. She's mm-hmm. not, that's not her. Yeah. Um, for a second, I was like, did you give Sabrina yeah. two songs? No, this is too dark to be Sabrina. Yeah. Uh, so here's my final. Um, and I'm just going to press play. Sorry, that was a mic. Yep. Yeah. That's a good way to go out. <laughs> yeah. That's a good, yeah. And that is a cover by Mary Lou Lord featuring Semi-Sonic um, of Sugar Sugar by the Archies. Uh, I think one of the most, not anymore, since because I think Gorillaz took this title, um, but the most popular song by a fictional wow. band. They held that record for a long time. Um, that record held that record for a long time. Uh, oh, wait, sorry. That record held that record for a long time. And, uh, yeah, it was, uh, no, that, that's, you know, that's Archie. That's, that's so much of Archie to me that that was their legacy for a long time. That was what, how people thought of the show, like to the point where, um, in a lot of comics, if they just have like the Archies playing a gig and the, the gig's not about the song they're playing, like they just need to show like one panel of them playing a gig, they're usually doing that song. Um, yeah, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, they, they put out this compilation album in the nineties called Saturday morning cartoons, greatest hits. It's a bunch of at the time, contemporary artists covering songs from like TV show theme songs and songs from cartoons. They've got the Ramones doing Spider-Man. They've got, uh, Reverend Horton heat doing the Johnny quest theme into, uh, catch that pigeon. 
They've got uh, a band called Sponge covering the Speed Racer theme, which is awesome. Um, yeah, if you can find that, it's a weird rarity, yeah, but if you can track it to down, totally get it. It's really cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, we're going to keep, for those of you fans of the podcast, thanks so much for listening. Um, shout out to the girl who insists that it's not spelled Molly Ringworm. Sorry, man. Uh, I don't know what to tell you. Um, she even tweeted at Molly Ringwald, like an at, <laughs> at Molly Ringwald to be like, can you back me up on this? And I'm like, I'm just, I'm just over here thinking like, you can't make a second account. To back up this weird, it's Molly Ringworth. Like it's Molly Ringworth. Followers for that account too. Wow, creepy. Yeah, hella followers. Like, I didn't. Who has that kind of bot money? Like, that's crazy. Okay, so anyway, and then just putting hella (laughs) uh, Molly Ringworm photos on there, like. Oh, check me out. I'm on Riverdale. Yeah, we know. <laughs> Posting all these tweets and like manipulating the dates and shit. Anyway, um, thanks so much, everybody, for listening. Uh, we'll have some more. I don't know. We got to figure out. If you have any ideas for what episodes we could do, um, tweet at us and we'll try to do yeah. more shit. They um, can even Because we like doing this podcast. Not super archy. I'm pretty sure we could find other things. We're, we're interested in a lot of things. So if you just want to hear our lovely voices. Yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, I think, oh, we said we were going to watch the Archie, that like direct the DVD oh, yeah, like, right to Riverdale now. and back again movie or whatever the hell. Yeah. I don't know where I could, find, like, I, I get, it's, that does not seem like it'd be easy to find. Like, I know the internet has everything, but like, I don't know. I've been having some, like, I, there's been certain things I've been looking for that I've been able to find lately and i feel like we'll have to scout i don't know but i'll look (laughs) yeah and we can we can watch it and make fun of it i think that'd be um, really fun we'll link to them Uh, also so you can hear the the yes they will be on spotify we'll link them on spotify yeah all your stuff oh right oh yeah you made yours on spotify mine it won't have the 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 two covers it'll just be the original versions but um yeah, sorry. I'm uh, my music wow. tastes are a little more obscure, a little more like wow. uh, a little out of the mainstream. <laughs> yeah, uh, the Red Hot Chili Peppers. They're my favorite band. The Red them. Hot Chili Peppers and Green Day. <laughs> yeah, Green Day's number four, according to statistics. I mean, if we're talking about who I actually listen to on the regular, it He's would be lying, like Chance the Rapper and like wrestler entrance themes. <laughs> I'm lying. That's my bluff. Yeah, you gotta keep up with, with current trends. Man, you know what's what's fucking funny? Like this is and this is a we can take this off the air. Never mind. It's a wrestling thing. We can take this off the air. It's a it's a wrestling and metal thing. We'll talk about this later. Um anyway, thanks so much for listening, everybody. You can follow me, uh, at you can follow me on Twitter at Jacob S. Rubin. Uh, you can like the Facebook page, facebook.com slash pep talk podcast or pep talk Riverdale. I don't remember. No, the, e- the, the email is pep talk Riverdale at gmail.com. Um, so send us emails there if you have ideas for things or just tweet at us. Tweeting at us is probably faster, to be honest. I still check that email every every other day or so. Um, 
Uh, be sure if you follow us on Stitcher, if you follow us on iTunes, if you follow us on SoundCloud, uh, like the thing, like the episode, um, give that, give us a rating on those various places. Give us a review. Uh, we love having reviews. We, you know, we'd like to show up in more people's, in more people's business. Um, yeah, just, you know, hook it up y'all. I'm Kayla uh, Yeah. Um, once again, I've been Jacob Rubin. And we will see you guys next time. Have an Archie day owning it.